Yes, Richmond Holland is back in the studio after having left us for a couple of weeks, Rich. We don't like it when you leave us, when you're not with us. Well, it was actually you guys on holiday, I think, as much as anything else. <laughs> Blacksy did give me a, a long lie one day. He said to me, uh, do you want to come in tomorrow as a public holiday or do you want to stay in bed? Uh, to which I said, I'll see you next week. All right. Well, uh, it's good to see you again, as I said. So uh, what what do you have to say to us today, Rich, in terms of us just getting over ourselves and okay. focusing on the important things? So today's probably more of a kind of businessy one. It's uh, another one based on a blog post that I wrote, and it's called The Aerosmith Principle. Now, Aerosmith has this song. I, I don't know if you remember. It's called Dude Looks Like a Lady. And there we go. You remember it. Okay, cool. This one right here. There we go. <laughs> okay, were they singing about uh, dudes, Caitlyn Jenner? No, dudes, no, 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 but they could well have been. Yeah, dude looks all this. Yeah, Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> so, okay. Anyway, so here's the thing, right? So way back when I used to tour with uh, uh, with rock bands, uh, and uh, there was a guy I used to tour with. His name was Dylan Talliard. And one day we're walking through, I can't remember which concert it was, but we're walking through the audience and I see this belter. She is gorgeous. Cutest little bum you've ever seen in your life. I'm like, dude, check, look, look over there, look. <laughs> and as we get closer and I turn around, Ooh. he starts laughing. He says, Oh no, Richard, that's a Stierkmur. <laughs> and I said, what? He said, no, 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 that's, that's not, that's not a girl. It's a Stierkmur. Uh, which I can understand today's politically correct term might be quite offensive. But basically, he said, it's one of those girls that you look at from behind and you want to give her one. And then you get up close and she turns around and it's a dude and you want to moot him. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. And I so, get it. So, so this is the basic principle that there's dudes who look like ladies. <laughs> I forgot he was here. <laughs> anyway, so here's the thing, right? So I, I, I'm thinking about this the other day. I can't remember even why it came up. And I realized this is something people need to think about in business. Because I can tell you categorically, right? I don't care how far away that dude who looked like a lady was. If I missioned all the way up, if I had to climb a mountain, climb a hill, go through a river, do all of these things and eventually get up to this person and tap them on the shoulder and she turned around and was a dude, I would never say, ah, well, I'll just fuck him anyway. Right? <laughs> no, well, you, you wouldn't. But uh, here's, here's my issue is why do you want to moor the guy for it? Because... I, I, whose fault is it that he's got a nice ass? You know what? He needs to, he needs to get a haircut, okay? This isn't the 70s. But anyway, the principle is this, is that it's completely nonsensical that we would do this. We wouldn't walk up to to the, to this guy and then say, ah, well, listen, I thought you were a girl and I came all this way, but you're actually a, a dude, but can I buy you dinner anyway? Right? That's not going <laughs> to happen. However, we do this with business all the time. We chase after bad ideas. And because they take a long time for us to commit to, we, we go after them, we go after them, we go after them, we go after them. When eventually they become full-formed ideas and we see their shit, we think, well, We've made so much effort already. We may as well still shag them. And this is what I call the Aerosmith principle. Oh, boy. Right? It's business ideas that are dudes who look like ladies. And and or, uh, we often have it. And I think there's a way that you can protect yourself against this. I'm going to have to tell you, can kind of take you off into another story. And uh, uh, this sounds a bit like a sales pitch. But ironically, this was one of the, the things I spoke about in my book. But so... 
what it was, imagine you were building a stealth bomber, like this big, big badass. You're working this big, this big project, and it takes you 10 years and $10 billion to make. But at the end of it, what you're going to have is a stealth bomber that can fly lower than any other one and be cheaper, right? And you're all super excited about this, and you're nine years in and $9 billion in, and you run out of money. And so you phone up this, uh, 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 or you, you're sitting there and you're looking through and you're thinking about it and you're thinking, okay, cool. Should we spend the extra billion? And you're about to pull the trigger on the extra billion dollars, okay? And you're all excited about this thing. And all of a sudden, the next day, uh, you see a newspaper article. And this newspaper article says that your competitor has created one that is cheaper and it can fly, fly lower and it's already available. <laughs> Smooth. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. My mistake. No, 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 that, was, that was awesome. No, no, it was cool. It was, it was a special moment. It involved removal of clothing and all kinds of things. You have no <laughs> idea. You're missing out. Carry on, Rich. Anyway, so after after this, so you, you you've got one year left, and you've got, you're about to spend your last billion in your last year, and uh, you see this article that says your competitor is making one that's cheaper and and flies lower. Mm-hmm. Do you still spend the million? You've already spent this much, and almost everyone would say, "Shit, yeah, you know what? We better spend the money. We better get it finished, and we'll see what we can do, and hopefully fix it with marketing." On the flip side, though, if you were an outside investor and you were called in to invest this last million or last billion and you were all excited about the project and you had your champagne ready and you were about to drive in to invest in something. And yet, uh, in this instance, uh, on the way there, somebody handed you the newspaper and said, uh, look, this investment you're about to make in somebody else's project, this last billion, uh, uh, look what's just happened. Would you ever possibly invest the money? And, of course, the answer would be no. You hell no. (laughs) Right. But we can't do this. We get so invested in bad ideas because of their longevity. And I think uh, we need to have this kind of reality check, this wake-up call that says on anything, whether it's a business you're starting or a project you're running or software you're using or anything you're doing over a long period of time, what we need to ask ourselves is if we were starting again from scratch today and putting our money in in this instance, would it be the kind of project we would want to carry on with? And and I'm not convinced it would be. I think it might be a little bit of a stick move. Isn't it true that we get emotionally invested in these things and then we, it's kind of like being in the casino and you go, well, I've already lost, uh, you know, a hundred thousand. If I put in another 10, I could win it back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's stupid. It, it, it defies logic and you've got to know when to quit. It's the sunk cost fallacy or something. I think they call it the idea that yeah, you- there's, there's a word for it. Like the, yeah. You invest so much time in something, but but I think it's it's very hard to read the label from inside the bottle. We when you when you're inside there, you just can't get it right. But when you're outside, uh, it's so easy to see. And the idea is, how can you make yourself look with an outside with, with outsiders' eyes? And and I think that we've got to be hunting for these um, dudes that look like ladies everywhere, uh, or <laughs> ladies that look like dudes, depending on, on where you sit. And we. I I still have a problem with all of you getting so upset at the thought of oh sorry i didn't even have my microphone on i just (laughs) i i don't understand why why you feel so personally offended by the fact that you were misled into liking a bum it's not about feeling offended (laughs) it's about the principle that once you figure it out you're not going to shag them anyway that's the only thing that matters here if take the offense out of the take the moor out of the out of the steak moor yeah it's just about the I was going to walk up and ask them out and hope to shag, and now I'm not. Okay. As opposed to 
finding out that they're a dude and still thinking, oh, well, I made all this effort. We may as well fuck anyway. And that is the absurdity that I'm referring to. I can see you deeply upset about. No, I'm not. I just, I think it's funny. I just yeah. think it's funny. But the same could be said for relationships. You see people like, oh, well, you know, it's been seven years. Oh yeah, exactly. you have to go. That is such a good, yeah, such a good. Example. Listen, I love the term Aerosmith principle, but I think Ben's just hit on something really, really interesting. Is that there's so many people that we all know who are in horrible relationships that are just not working out, but they stick around because they go, oh well, you know, I've already spent seven years with this person. It's shit or get off the pot, which is also my least favorite expression for what you're going to do in that scenario. <laughs> um, and they do, they just hang around. It reminds me of that thing. Do you ever remember that? I don't know. It was like a cartoon, and it was two young fish, and they were swimming through the ocean one day. And this old fish swam past them and said, hey, youngsters, how's the water? And then the little fish looked at the other little fish and said, what's water? It's the idea that you actually can't see it when you're inside it. You're, you're so it's, – it's, kind of, it's just this kind of normality that people start to accept. And I think in those relationships, they have no – so, guys, go break up with someone today. I think that's what we're really saying here. <laughs> go in there. Quit so, your job. Yeah. <laughs> Punch your boss in the face. <laughs> Go and have sex no, with a guy. Up, break up with bad ideas. Yeah, I mean, break up with bad know, ideas. Know when something's run its course. And and so many of us in so many ways are not capable of doing this, whether it's in a relationship, in business, whether it's even in terms of like friendships. Sometimes you just look at someone and you go, I really don't have much more to say to this person. It's time that we stop being friends. I love it. I think I love that. that. That can be the theme for it. Today is the bad idea breakup. And the idea right. is that if you have a bad idea, whether it is a relationship you're in, whether it is a, a business thing that you've been trying, whatever the case may be, if you ask yourself now if it's a bad idea, if it's the dude that looks like the lady, and if it is, break up. <laughs> it's time. Cool. Awesome, guys. Well, that was fun. Thanks Thank very much. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Rich. Cool. Rich, Take it easy. I will see you next week. I'll, I'll be in next week, and you'll be in next week, so we actually see each other again. Fantastic. I, I miss your face. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, I really... I do look like a lady, right? There we go. You're gorgeous, man. <laughs> Later. Bye. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Rich Bye-bye. Mulholland. Bye-bye. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you again next week, Rich. Thanks for that. Cliffcentral. The revolution. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.